for those that may not know us, we are doing a webinar today. Um, we do these once a month and we'll talk about some things today that maybe you might be interested in. And, uh, and if you've got questions, hello, how are you Chelsea? doing? Hey, Chelsea. Um, and you can notice in your chat box, um, there is two um, actual sheets that you can download and be, be able to reference. One is your marketing strategy outline. Mm -hmm. um, this is just for you to take notes of things that maybe we were talking about through the webinar. And then the other one is just a reference sheet. Uh, sometimes I refer to certain things um, within the content that we're talking about today. And it's just be easier for you to be able to download it and refer to it. And these are things that you can log on, read and talk about out and maybe actually call us up and ask questions if you got things that you want to do with your business. So we'll get started today. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's webinar on powerful marketing strategies for 2020. Of course, I'm Nicole. And I'm Carla. Um, and we are we have what over 25 years of combined experience in this um, business strategy crazy digital marketing world that yes. we're in today. Um, and so we are in full effect of 2020. Um, mm -hmm. We are so excited. We'll be doing a lot more of these webinars throughout this year. Right. Yes, absolutely. And we some of these will be free. Um, these are just informative conversational pieces that really will help you decide where you're at in your marketing. And right. so but we will be doing some online workshops so that maybe you can do uh, benefit and kind of a bang for your buck kind yes. of things to make it easy for you so that you don't have to leave your office or your home. Some of you might be even in your pajamas right now. <laughs> you know, um, we are not. So um, today we're going to talk about powerful marketing strategies for 2020. We will probably end up doing this again in the middle of this year. Right. Because things change. Right. Yes. Digital marketing changes all the time and we can be very, very overwhelmed. Right. Completely. And even for us, we have to keep up in the market as well so that we're staying on top of what the client's needs are for their basically their needs is, you know. Um, and so you really need to understand your insights and your strategies, what's going on, what's changing. Yes. Um, what's changing, what's new and what's outdated. Those are really important mm -hmm. factors through all of social media and website and digital marketing, right? In it's a little itself. overwhelming process, <laughs> but as long as you are kind of in the mix of these conversations, uh, what we're trying to do is get you to really focus on what's going to matter to you right. and get you to thinking about really planning that these things that you need. So the question of the day is, what do you need to do to drive more customers to simplify your marketing strategy? So Here's your question. So we'll start with our part of our presentation today, and that is talking about social media marketing. Yes. The so, fun part. Exactly. <laughs> social media. Of course, we all know that it's very important, but with all goals, you have to have a plan. You have to have a path of how to achieve your goals and how to figure out how to, of course, measure them. Yes, because you cannot perform in the guessing game of online management anymore. Um, and some of you have that moment where you're not planning out, you're not taking time out to really plan out your information on what you're talking about, who you're talking to, mm -hmm. and really actually thinking about where the areas of where you need to be, because just because you may offer a product doesn't mean that that person's going to buy it from you. So it really, uh, the thing is real engagement. Social media is about engagement. It's about emotion. It's about connecting those things. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that you really do is when you plan out your content, you need to be doing it during the maybe the slowest time of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not in the rush time of the season in your 
uh, thinking about, um, I need to do a posting today. Right. That's a huge problem with a lot of people. They're like, had that aha moment. I've got to get a post out today. Um, you cannot do that, whether it's just planning ahead, buying some software like Hootsuite just to get you started. Or you hire people like us mm -hmm. and we help you with those plan of action so that you're not having to think about it. Someone else is doing it for you and that's performing for you like it's supposed to. So right. really think about those things. Exactly. So number one plan your content mm -hmm. when is it that when is it that it's your high time when is it your low time in terms of your products or services those times are all very very important mm -hmm. and of course as a business you should know when those times are and it's really important to know that because then you have to really organize your schedule yes. if you don't organize your schedule you are guessing and you need to be able to max out your effort when it comes to those postings so look Here's the thing. If you don't have time to schedule a calendar, we have them for you. We have a 90 day calendar on our website that gives you some ideas on how to be creative. Mm -hmm. It's just so that you feel like you're still in control yeah. and you're able to be creative. Sometimes people say, I don't know what to post. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's just getting started in that aspect of like what it really takes to be consistent and consistency right. is so important. So, it really lets you focus on your leads it so that when you're in your off season, you're planning. And when you're in your rush season, you're creating those leads and you're closing those deals. Right. That's so important. The recommendation is probably a 12 year plan. You should kind mm -hmm. of have an idea yeah. between the, all the seasons of when it you have the most customers, when you have the lowest amount of traction right. and really, really market and create a strategy to make the most out of all those times. Yeah. And, you know, we have customers that come to us and say a potential client saying, hey, can you create us a custom calendar? Yes. Um, because based on their industry and we do those as well, we create custom calendars for clients all the time. And also you've got to be able to communicate to a social media manager what it is that you want, mm -hmm. because if you don't know what you want and you expect your social media to read your mind, that doesn't work that well. Communication is so important. And so you've got to be able to understand what your business needs are when it comes to that. 100%. So plan, organize and manage. If you can't do that, reach out to somebody that can help you do that. OK, mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to talk about niche marketing. All right. Niche marketing is going to be something that people are going to use a lot this year. Niche marketing back in my day was all about social media. I mean, as far as SEO goes, niche marketing was always about the audience. Yes. Who are you talking to? Yes. And that's essentially what niche marketing means. It is your ideal customer, ideal client, ideal person. Mm -hmm. They have certain hobbies, certain places they want to be, certain things that they do, certain behaviors. So you have to be where they are. Mm -hmm. So with niche marketing, you don't want to spread yourself too thin and be on all social media platforms. The biggest factor that we see a lot of times is our is people going, I have to be on all of these pieces and you do not have you to don't. do that. You can take a breath and go, you know what? This is not where I need to be. Right. This is not where my audience is at. Just because your competitors there doesn't mean you're there. You're speaking two different kinds of language and you have to be able to really focus on what channels work for you. Exactly. If you don't know what those are and you don't know how to read your stuff. Please let us know and we can help you with that because it really needs to know that. And also if there's a difference between a product based um, service and a service based system. Yes. So when you're a product based, you may want to think I might want to be on Pinterest 
uh, Facebook, Facebook Instagram, Instagram, because that might be where your audience is at. Yes. Versus what? Service-based. Yeah. Um, if you're a service-based company, then maybe you'd rather be on Google, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So you need to find out where your customers, your mm -hmm. clients, and everyone where you want to target and talk to, where are they? Because I know for a fact that I'm not on Facebook as much as I should be, but Instagram, I'm on all the time. Yeah, and that's really important because if you don't know where your channels or where your concentration or where your focus is at, you can be spread so many places that really you're not talking to really anyone and exactly. your fan base is not growing. Really concentrate on the three that really matter the most in the beginning because then you can add the other channels that might increase your engagement. But you right. got to really understand where those are at. We don't want to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. My favorite quote in the world. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so really need to understand everything about what you're doing and what you're putting out there and who you're talking to. So exactly. take a moment and think about those things because niche marketing is so important important because niche marketing, not only in social media, but also niche marketing in your website mm -hmm. because it all has to fit together. So, yes. so we're going to talk about a little bit on social media changes today. So we talk about planning, we talk about organizing, we talk about management. Um, so what you need to do is really think about what those features are because uh, Facebook is really going to be pushing out some changes this year. So yes. be very aware of what's about to happen. Exactly. So advertisement costs for Facebook will most likely increase this year. So mm -hmm. that means you need to be prepared for that. There is going to be an influx of people wanting to advertise through Facebook because it's the number one referral referral source um, of social media. Yeah. Facebook is your biggest referral source mm -hmm. out of all the social medias that you put all your effort in. That is where all a lot of the, when you're looking at Google Analytics, by the way, we'll probably end up doing a workshop on that, on how to read that, because a lot of clients do not know how to read their analytics and mm -hmm. how our site is performing. Right. So analytics in the way, when you look at that, and when you look at your social channels, okay, for Facebook, Facebook has those biggest referrals. And so it's so important to really understand you do need to be on Facebook mm -hmm. um, because of your base. But does it mean it closes a deal? Doesn't necessarily say so. It's just yeah. basically just letting people know that you're aware my business is here. This mm -hmm. is what we do. The thing about Facebook, what's about to happen is it is about to get very, very crowded very quickly. Yes. Um, Facebook advertisement is going to go up. The cost per click is going to be high. Um, we have an election year. Um, so there's only so much space and time and areas that you need to be in. Now, one of the things you can do is increase your organic, you know, in that aspect is really start getting people to share and like and comment your postings mm -hmm. um, just because we post it. And, and also the measurement of a like is, you know, measure based on the emotion right. of what they're adding to. Right. So if you can try to get your um, potential employees to be your advocacy, to really share your business posts to their Facebook Build that organic. If you don't want to spend the money in advertisement, which you should, mm -hmm. um, try to get the more organic aspect of getting people to get engagement more and more if you can. And that means sharing it from your Facebook right. over to your to your personal account right. and getting the employees or people that work for you to do the same. Kind of follow that same method, even if you have to do it two or three times a week. So it's so important to do that. Exactly. And um, of course, with Facebook, aside of the advertising changes, Facebook is also really trying to move us into Facebook groups. 
Um, and Carla has predicted something really interesting. And I, at first it was a little bit new and almost um, unimaginable for me. But then after seeing that people are already kind of doing this, I figured that she was right. So um, one of the things that we're noticing too is Facebook groups is increasing um, on Facebook. And you've mm -hmm. been noticing that is that trend as well. So I, we even actually have a Facebook group on our right. business page, but the number one rule about Facebook groups is that don't create them. If you can't maintain them, if you can't even um, maintain your own social media account for your business, you do not need to create a Facebook group page as well. Yes. So make sure that if you do want to create a Facebook group of your own for your business, make sure that you know exactly what it is that you're wanting to do. Right. The other thing about Facebook groups that are very, um, very interesting is these pop-up groups, mm -hmm. quick pop-up Facebook groups yes. and something that you might want to start taking notice to um, join some of the Facebook local groups. But remember, right, you mm -hmm. join a group, you're going to get their notifications. Yes. OK, yes. so don't join ones that you're always going to get a notification that you're in the middle of the night. You may get a, a notification that someone's posting something about some group. Yeah. But don't just join any group. Join groups that really matter to your business and that aspect and why you're building that. So I know that a lot of Facebook groups have kind of created basically um, natural hubs for what people are interested in, what people prefer to talk about and things that they really enjoy or want to discuss. So you can't, Facebook groups are kind of doing the job for you and creating a niche for you. Yeah. And as a business, you need to know who your niche market is and figure out which group to be in and to be where your customers are. But I've also noticed that with a lot of other businesses these days with um, Facebook groups, they if you're a boutique or something, they're actually using Facebook groups mm -hmm. as like a private invitation mm -hmm. to include them and talk about their sales, um, a new product or something. So it's also creating kind of an exclusive experience mm -hmm. for selling services and products, too. So just remember that Facebook groups are basically just targeting your business and don't be afraid to post in them, you know, mm -hmm. um, share some of your insights and services and products within those groups. Like a, if it's a local business group, you know, or something in the networking aspect that you want to connect with. If you're a girl boss, you connect with some other girl boss groups, it, you know, connect with the people that you really want to voice your business with and right. who you want to be within your group. Don't just go out and join groups. And also, look, think about the pop-up groups. Maybe that's something that you might want to consider if you are the, you know, basically based on what type of business that you're in. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to sell something very quickly, whether it's a seminar or if it's a real quick, um, you know, uh, class workshop, workshop right. you may want to do these little pop-ups. But just remember, the more you do, the more you have to maintain. So don't create more for you if you're not ready to do it. So right. that's something to think about. The thing that we want to talk about real quick um, is um, to boost or not to boost. Right. A lot of clients talk about it. They ask questions of, do I want to boost a Facebook post? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that you really need to make sure of is that just because you post it doesn't mean you got to boost it. Right. So think about that for a second. Right. A lot of clients waste lots of money on boosting an ad because you get a notification from Facebook saying this is 95 percent doing better than your other posts. Exactly. And you waste money, even if it's ten dollars. Like I would submit, I would say, yes, ten dollars is basically where you want to test that theory. Right. But don't spend ten dollars every time somebody sends you a Facebook notification saying that you should boost a post because it's still trying. They're still trying to make money as well. 
but you have to be smart about how you spend your money yeah. and your marketing dollars. So um, before you before you just go ahead and jump in and um, agree to their suggestions, yes, yeah. Carla likes to let a great post marinate. <laughs> yes, a great post that has real great activity or information um, for um, your particular business that you um, that you posted, right? Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there going, wow, I'm getting a lot of activity. Let it sit for at least a day or two. Mm -hmm. So it hits its max organic impression numbers. Now, if you don't really know what that means, you can call me and I'll talk to you about those. Mm -hmm. It's really just trying to push it as far as it'll go because then when you boost it and you put some money in it, mm -hmm. it actually will go a little further. But remember, don't just boost without targeting your audience. A lot of times clients will go in and they'll just boost something and you're just hitting a radius and you're just guessing. Don't and those, those are not your audience. That's not who you're trying to talk it's to. It's a shot in the dark. Exactly. And you don't want to waste, even if it's $10, right? Um, because that $10 ends up to be in $50, ends up mm -hmm. to be in $100. Um, and if you're going to do that, do a regular Facebook ad. There's a difference between those um, in that aspect because actually Facebook restricts your audience base on who you're talking to. That's something that we'll talk about down in the, in the middle of this um, program. So we'll talk about stories. Now, stories are very important. Now, we're not talking about storytelling. Mm -hmm. The difference between storytelling is so much different than what we call stories. Right. So stories are a little bit about... Well, stories for me, at least mm -hmm. what I know about stories and why I spend so much time watching stories is because they're real time updates. Yes. And it's it kind of creates a sense of urgency because it's like I only have 24 hours to know what you're doing and what's going on. And I need to look at it like I'll spend probably you see. Did you know average of three hours spent per day per yes. person on social networks and messaging? I probably spent an hour going through people's stories to see what's going on. So as a business, um, you can definitely utilize that as an immediate update as to what it is you're doing, what's going on in the office, mm -hmm. all that great stuff. So the only problem with Facebook stories right now that we're seeing is that you can't pre-schedule on Facebook stories. Mm -hmm. and the other thing is that you don't want to do no more than three because don't. if you don't, if you do max five or six or some of you that actually add 10 to your story, no one is going that past that part. They're, they're, you know, they're sitting probably at the third one and they're dropping off. Your numbers start mm -hmm. dwindling. Mm -hmm. Look, let it sit for 24 hours. That's what it does. It sits for 24 hours. Put another story on. Add another one. Add a, if you're just you know, very committed to writing your stories or adding stories, do them every 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Just get into that habit. I, I think that Facebook is going to come out with a way to pre-schedule like they do now you're in your creative studio where you'll be able to pre-schedule your stories. Right. Now there are programs out there for Instagram that allows you to schedule stories, right? But they're limited. I will say that though. Mm -hmm. they and, are limited. Yes. But the thing about stories about Instagram, that's getting better numbers than your actual um, posting feeds. Yes. So when you're posting directly to your business pages now versus your Instagram stories, the difference is those numbers that you're seeing. Right. But also the stories have on, especially on Instagram as well, they've also included, you know, stickers, hashtag yeah. polls. 
resharing, um, you know, being able to tag people. Mm -hmm. And these are new features that they're constantly adding and adding and adding. That's why we have to do another one probably in May, because I don't know. They're probably going to add something new in May. Yeah, I think that stories are going to be um, the primary focus this year on mm -hmm. Facebook and on Instagram um, versus just natural posting feeds. Right. Um, we're doing some testing ourselves. We've been doing it for quite some time now, and we're seeing a change in how people are interacting because mm -hmm. it's quick and easy people and it's less, uh, you know, restricted as far as content. It is actually very fun to create some fun stories and it's a great storytelling as well. So you can actually show some really things that are going on behind the scenes in your business. Exactly. Have some fun with it. Create, be creative, have fun. I love um, it. And you can do videos with it. Mm -hmm. Videos, it's interactive. for sure. Videos as well could be used in your stories. So, um, so our next biggest thing I think this year that we're going to talk about is Pinterest. Yes. Listen, Pinterest lost traction years ago. Yes. Um, people kind of swayed away from it. I think it's because Instagram became very popular at the time. Yeah. So people got away from Pinterest. So now what's happening is that it's become full circle. Mm -hmm. um, Pinterest now allows us to do a lot of new things yes. for your businesses. Now I'm going to be doing a webinar in March. This is a paid webinar. This is actually a workshop. It'll be a full hour of information to help you get your Pinterest off the ground. If you're not, everybody business can benefit from Pinterest. So it doesn't have to be limited just to certain people yes. or certain, you know, industries. It is a benefit for all. Right. So, it, and there are programs out there. People mm -hmm. do nothing but Pinterest management. Yes. Um, and that's something that we can talk about doing for you is if that's something that you decide to get into. Well, Pinterest itself also is just kind of a monster in and of itself. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot going on, but it can be very, very, is a very customizable experience as well. So, you have to learn how to use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important. So think about it. Join the webinar, the workshop coming up in March if you're really interested in Pinterest. And I will help you create those categories of interest, things that you might want to think about and your storyboards on um, what those look like and how you can reach your potential audience. Plus two, Pinterest is a lot cheaper in advertisement than Facebook. Yes. Just so you know, pennies cheaper. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about real quick, we went from social media. Now we're going to talk about your website marketing strategy. Yes. Completely different, but still consistent. So we're going to talk about the changes in Google. Google came out with a change in their algorithm called the BERT algorithm. Mm -hmm. And if, if they like to give funny names because they want to rem you know, remember that right. they made some changes and mm -hmm. they want you to have those funny names that you can. It's not Bert and Ernie anymore from Sesame Street. <laughs> we're talking about Bert. So who knows how they came up with their name, but it's right. a funny name being so, so you want to talk a little bit about BERT? So the BERT update essentially really emphasized and is capturing what we're all naturally already moving toward. And it really is focusing on natural language. So instead of searching for just specific, smaller and larger mm -hmm. keywords, it's kind of adapting more to our natural language. Right. Because back in the day when we first started SEO, search engine optimization, we did more core keyword oriented information. We took right. out all buffer words. You know, that would be the is of the but anything. Yeah. So it was very keyword oriented. And now the natural language queries are changing so that it's become more natural. You can put more questions to, you know, where is, what is, how to, exactly. and, the, and then you stuff that keyword in there so that it makes more sense. And so it leads into more of the voice 
voice search capability. You know, voice search capability is definitely going to be, I think there's going to be an increase in that 50% mm -hmm. more increase in search capability with voice search this year alone versus um, last year. Right. So you're going to see a natural change in your voice search, talking about those discoveries and simplifying your content with voice search. Okay. So it's kind of something we're already doing and it's just kind of a, a, emphasizing on that. And so um, we'll lead into that talking about now that Facebook is increasing their advertisement mm -hmm. um, and restrictions on how they target your audience. A lot of clients are now kind of going back into what we call the search engine findings, which is the Google AdWord capability. Mm -hmm. We call it pay-per-click, not AdWords so much in back in the day. So pay-per-click was a great way to resource your information on how your keywords were found on your website. Mm -hmm. It talks about how you create um, not just awareness, but also creating behavior. There's right. a difference between the two. Social media is about awareness and the search engines are literally about the behavior. Once they're on the website, they're ready to buy something from you or they're coming off your website. Right. So really pay-per-click is a great method of you to reach a potential audience that don't know anything about you. Right. Um, because social media is more of a narrow aspect. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you start out with your friends and families liking you yes. to now you're moving into that awareness versus your website that's developing. And we do plans, three different types of plans. So if you're a small, medium and advanced type of business, mm -hmm. we can actually do this pay-per-click account for you. We manage them. I've done these for many years. I've probably been doing it since um, Google was even uh, launched. Right. And <laughs> so, pay, you know, pay-per-click really takes you to an, another different advancement when it comes to search. And when you talk about those things, that's just a whole nother world of reaching those audiences that have never heard about you before. Right. And of course, lastly, we are going to go into newsletters. Yes, yes. We know. No, this is not how we're not going to use newsletters in the same way that we we used to receive newsletters. Yes. Yeah. Promo discounts, all this advertisement. No. Yeah. Why are we using newsletters? Newsletters are great for your retention audience. It's really just really building that communication on people that are buying from you. Right. They're talking about your services. They want to know about what's going on within your company. Yes. Um, newsletters back in the day, companies should buy pre, you know, bought, bought their subscribers list. Mm -hmm. So they usually called it spamming. And that was a way for us to communicate before social media came into play. Mm -hmm. Now that social media is now in full bloom, people are going back to the way of communicating with their potential customers. Cause right. this is another way of reaching out to them. So newsletters this year are going to increase. And it's a great way to take advantage of your low time mm -hmm. to let people remind people that you're still here. And it's really great way for you to distribute your content, people getting out there, getting to know who you are mm -hmm. and just kind of remind them that you exist. Um, Cause sometimes social media is a hit and miss thing, depending yes. on who you're on, when they're on, when they're not on um, newsletters are done. But the rule of thumb about newsletters is that you have to set up a schedule that makes sense for you. Mm -hmm. Don't promise to send something out every month if you can't not commit. Yes. So once a quarter is fine. If it's once a quarter, then make it once a quarter. Then next year, add more time to it. Yes. Make time for your newsletters when you're doing those formats. If you don't know how to create a newsletter, we can help you with that process as well. We do them all day long. So um, it really helps you really target. You can segment your audience mm -hmm. and talk to a specific audience and really be able to like enhance that newsletter and to your benefit, not necessarily just spamming somebody. Okay. Exactly. And that's one thing you don't want to do is don't. spam people right? because they can ban you 
Yes. Right. From you potentially reaching out to them at down the line. And that's a huge problem. If they ban you and you span them, then you can't close the deal. So you want to be very careful. We can call we, we can also create alias domains as well so that your domain itself doesn't get banned from the servers. That's the things that these are kind of the technical things that right. you have to really understand. And those are things that I've done over the years. So just so you know, there's ways around certain things that, you know, when you're creating these things. So just remember that. Exactly. So we are coming to the end of our presentation. We hope that you enjoyed it. We'll do this again. We try to pack in as much as we can. I know that we probably didn't cover everything, but if there's something that you want to hear, mm -hmm. you want us to talk about, right. please let us know. We yes. really welcome your input. Mm -hmm. We want to know what you want to know. Right. It's really just for us to help you and guide you and push you through your business aspect and really start getting you to think about what it is that your business really needs. Right. And we want to connect with you. So if you want to see what's going on with us, more upcoming webinars and notifications, mm -hmm. just like us on Facebook at Design by Carla, and you'll receive updates on events, upcoming webinars. Carla is speaking as well at the end of this month. So come and say hi, come and see us. We'd love to just engage and also create a better relationship with you. And if you have any questions, please, you know, feel free to call me, mm -hmm. uh, email me with any questions and we will hope to see you next month. We'll be here again. Um, sign up for the workshop for Pinterest. Um, we will have a, another webinar in April. Mm -hmm. So we plan these every single month. And plus, we've got a big announcement. We will be doing our own podcast yay! because we have a lot to say <laughs> apparently so uh, we want you to enjoy uh information and knowledge that we can share with you so thank you for attending today and we really appreciate your time so thank y'all so much we bye. appreciate you bye